Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, in the last few blogs, we've been exploring how the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit points to Jesus as the true revelation of what God looks like. That same Father, revealed in Jesus' life, demonstrated how his intentions were never to divide, but that human history is littered with examples of how we separate ourselves from God and fellow man. In fact, Jesus was the shake-up to the world order that humankind had developed. Jesus revealed God's unconditioned love for his creation, even to the point of submitting to death on a cross by human hands. But the great beauty of God is precisely that he saved us from our sins, All of us, no one excluded. Jesus came to blow away the typically human interpretations of God without reference to himself. Instead, he showed how God loves all of us and how we can walk in the Holy Spirit to love one another in God's family. In today's blog, we look specifically at that, how Jesus breaks down the barriers and divisions that we as humankind have tried to set up against one another, even in our current lockdown context. You may well have heard the famous Ted Kennedy quote before, what divides us pales in comparison to what unites us. I feel this quote perfectly summarises the beauty of humankind united under God's kingdom, where the divisions that society had created, such as class, gender, race and age, are paled in comparison to the kingdom of God, where we are united and bound by the love of Jesus. In Luke 12:51-52, Jesus suggests that in families coming to Christ, there will be division of opinions because he brought with him a revolutionary and radical love that was not just business as usual, but an infectious love which would divide people who had become accustomed to their selfish ordering of the world. People weren't ready for the radical love Jesus brought with him, love that goes against the grain of deep-rooted traditions that humankind believed were the right rules love for one another, going completely against the all-too-human mindset of selfishness and otherness. This radical change from a world of selfishness to one of selflessness brought with it a loneliness that Jesus could not escape, as explained in Isaiah 53 verse 3. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Jesus knows loneliness, he knows isolation by man's hands. This was right up until his end on that cross, and during a time of physical division in the world where we are locked away, there is great comfort in knowing that Jesus himself faced very real moments of feeling alone in situations. But Jesus experienced this and constantly pushed through it so that he could demonstrate true love to all of us. This beautiful spirit of love is something that we must hold on to, even in dark moments where we may feel divided. It is the centrepiece of Emmanuel's incarnation. It is Jesus showing us that God wants to be with us and that he will push through whatever is needed to help us see what has always been true. He is for us and he is with us. God's unconditional love brings unity rather than separation. Jesus reminds us of this heart's desire from God in Matthew 18 verse 20. For where... Two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. What a perfect reminder that God is really present with us. 
He joins us as easily as that when people come together. He finds us in those instances and that unity comforts, it inspires and it brings hope. And even today we can see God in these beautiful moments of togetherness and expressions of love in a locked down society. Families, friends, colleagues and congregations are physically divided and there is lots of heartache and pain but there is also a collective spirit, a togetherness which means this pain and division pales in comparison to the collective desire to fight this pandemic. It is with great joy that in a time of law-enforced division, people have come together more than ever to raise money for the NHS, to clap and thank our carers on the front line, to show love to family with a freshly baked cake left on the doorstep, to provide food for those in need. The list is endless. I'm sure that we're not the only ones who have spoken to their neighbours more than ever during this lockdown and have connected with family more collectively through quiz nights and video calls. Importantly, in this unity, God is also there, right at the centre, making things better than they were before. Take the example of Coventry's Fozo Community Centre, which was broken into overnight, leaving their food supplies empty. By the next afternoon, the community had pulled together and ended up with more than they had before. What a beautiful expression of God breaking through the division and barriers and bringing his abundant love to unite people. He is making situations better than before. He is making relationships better than before. He is transforming community to be better than before. Head back 2,000 years and a similar sentiment is documented by Paul in Ephesians 2. So this is verse 14 to 18. For he himself is our peace, who was made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. In this passage, the division in question is a separation between Jewish population and the Gentiles of that day. The ceremonial laws, the ordinances and sacrificial system that God had uh, instituted during the Old Testament period included the need to keep Israel a separate nation, all of which were to foreshadow the coming Messiah. This ceremonial law applied only to the Jewish people, not the Gentiles. Once Jesus came, died and rose again, there was no longer any need for the temporary ceremonial law. So Paul tells us that Christ has broken down the middle wall of separation between Jews and Gentiles by dying on the cross so that the sacrificial law would be fulfilled. Jesus is peace. By dying on the cross, he put enmity, oppression and hostility from one group to another, to death too. The key final line sets the tone for generations to come. Through Jesus, we all have access to God through the Holy Spirit. No longer do we have to try and interpret God through religion, but look to Jesus who sacrificed it all for us to know the Father deeply and truly. It's great to have a taste of Jesus paving the way for groups to come together and to wish to see it in our own lives. And Paul in Galatians takes this one step further. The openness of God's kingdom to all people through Jesus' life and death 
is put to us all here. This is Galatians 3, verse 26 to 29. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptised into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What clearer way to show Jesus breaking down barriers than the above extract from Galatians, whose birth, life and death on the cross abolished the previous human interpretation of God and religion, which in turn led in cases to misinterpretation of God's desires through human eyes, resulting in division or unworthiness as defined by belief, race, age or gender. We can see in the life of Jesus the heart of God expressed that shows us that no matter who we are, what we do or what we've done, God is for us and with us. No separation, no gap. Indeed, that in turn means we all have the same access to the Father through seeing what he is like in Jesus. And as such, through Jesus, we're adopted into one family. Within that family under God we are adopted into the perfect love between father and the son as we too can have the spirit of Christ one that is deeply connected in his experiences with the father from Jesus' baptism right through to him sitting at the right hand of the father so when we experience division between people even in a time when we have to be physically divided from those we love know that there is always hope Know that Jesus is working in the heart of all people, that we are all welcome into God's kingdom. The veil of selfishness has overcome humankind for hundreds of years before Jesus is coming. But in his death, know that division and otherness can and will be overcome. So today, recognise the unity and togetherness of our family, all adopted as one, with a deep and meaningful relationship with the Father through the path that Jesus made for us. We are one family with Jesus. And for the prayer for this extract, we say, Father, thank you that you are the God who breaks down barriers. Thank you that you are the light in our lives and that there are so many beautiful examples of togetherness throughout this time of physical separation. We pray for your grace to fill the hearts of those who seek to other people. And we also pray that same grace may fill all of our minds in moments where we're in our positions might not embrace other people. You, Jesus, told us to love our neighbours as ourselves. And we declare that same sentiment today and every day. That through this current time of fear and danger that we will embrace our neighbours more than ever. And that in turn brings us closer to your love, Father. Amen. Some things to think about on the back of um, today's message are what examples do you have of people coming together to make things better than before over the last few months? How have you reached out to connect with people um, and transcended the division during this lockdown? Who are your neighbours and how do you love them at the moment? And in witnessing division, think about how we react to that and ask yourself, how can we better serve God to bring people to Christ in order to celebrate our family? In what ways can you love your neighbour as yourself? Like Jesus, your actions, words and grace can improve your relationship with them, building a beautiful friendship in God's loving presence. What does that look like in your relationship with others? And 
as important today as it has been for thousands of years when faced with confrontation from others ask yourself as Jesus in the image of God what would Jesus do in moments of division thank you